We've always had room in our hearts for film and TV Not just on Netflix, but tape and disc and theaters Oh, so God forbid that they take it all away And leave us nothing to broadcast to loyal listeners We'll binge watch every single movie So you don't have to, what else are we here for? Coming to you every week, listen to us while you're busy Luckily, we forgot to grow up. Hey, everybody, it's Craig. Hey, it's Scott. Hey, it's Andrew. Welcome to episode number 70 of the Forgot to Grow Up podcast. On this week, we are going to talk about the best toy-based movie to come out since Toy Story, or series of movies to come out since Toy Story. And I'm definitely talking about the Lego movies. Um, We're going to talk about the ones that have already come out. Maybe we'll talk about the one that's coming out. All you gotta know is everything is awesome. Everything is awesome. Everything it's is waiting cool for when you're part of the Forgot to Grow Up team. Yeah. <laughs> waiting to see who is gonna make that one first. I, it completely slipped my mind. Otherwise, I probably would have. <laughs> I thought you were gonna start it off. On, Welcome to our Everything is Awesome edition. <laughs> the Everything oh, is man. Awesome edition. Man, what a what a missed opportunity. Jeez. I feel like that's probably been taken. We should plenty have, of times. Uh, <laughs> we should have. Uh, we should discuss this before we started recording. That would have yeah, been a good idea. Absolutely. That? <laughs> That's okay. I super hate you right now. <laughs> I see everything. <laughs> My eyes. My eyes. We, uh, we could always put that as the title. Oh, yeah, man. I probably will. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, I'm sure it'll be in there as the Everything is Awesome edition. Yeah. Um, yeah. Lego movies. First of all, before we launch into the Lego movies, let's specify that we're not talking about the really crappy, low-budget Not the Netflix original versions. ones. Yeah. yeah, no. We do not want to discuss those because there is a significant jump in quality. Yeah, from... those are, like, B-level, like... They would have been on Family Channel 10, 20 years ago before Netflix was a thing. Like, we would have never... Yeah, no, we're not talking about those ones that you, like, you know, Justice League something or superheroes or... That, or I just think there's, the there's so many yeah, like there's, random yeah. ones. There are Ninjago ones that aren't. Uh, yeah, the, we're aren't talking about the, the theatrical Ninjago released movie. ones today. Yeah, the three the theatrical releases. Is there just three? Lego movie, Lego Batman, Ninjago at the moment, right? Yes. Okay, I just wanted to make sure I wasn't missing one that I wasn't forgetting. As far one. as I know. <laughs> yeah, it's Lego. <laughs> That's exactly how I felt. <laughs> Batman and Ninjago and Lego. And Lego Movie 2 soon to come out or the second already be out by the time this episode comes out i think it's this weekend coming up so yeah should be the same yeah, okay. i actually don't know is it out already i have no um, idea to be honest it, it comes February. out friday comes out friday comes out, that's comes our out answer eight. so it came out on friday if you're listening to this on sunday or any time after that release <laughs> yeah 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 words some people lego movies yeah, let's talk about it. Let's talk what about did it. you guys think when you first heard about the Lego movies as an idea? Um, I, I had the I had the same reaction as I had for Transformers. Like Jesus fucking Christ, do they really need to make this? And then I immediately put that to bed when I saw exactly the saw it the I first the first of like six times. Yep. Yeah, I was like, when I first heard this, I'm like, really? This is the like po- I was honestly like, this is the point our society has gotten. We have to turn like lego toys but they were a little smarter than i gave them credit for when i thought about this because i didn't think about the idea that they do have all these various 
you know other franchises that they can draw from because they have the license you know via toy rights and that gives them this different avenue to approach these different franchises in a definitely kid-friendly way very very kid-friendly way but yeah the first time i i heard of it i was like what are they gonna do just like have a guy going around like lego city and i assumed that's what it was gonna be exactly not not lord business yeah not every franchise that warner brothers has a you know owns thrown into a movie like i was watching lego batman last night and like with all the villains that they that he gets yeah. from the Phantom Zone, I'm just thinking I was like, oh yeah, okay, that's there's your Warner Brothers property. There's another Warner Brothers property. Then yep. I was like, is Godzilla a Warner Brothers property? <laughs> Apparently. Apparently, yeah. But or yeah, the rings exactly, yep. and it's so it's like I didn't even. But think they had they had the Raptors from Jurassic Park. Which is, is that Universal. Warner Brothers? I think that's yeah. Universal actually. So does, yeah. Does making a little raptor out of Lego count as? copyright infringement well i'm not sure because it doesn't they, seem like it <laughs> i feel like they, well they, they definitely rip it off in the in the trailer for lego movie 2 because they they have the what's the name rex star vest or whatever the fuck his name is the uh the other version of chris pratt who's uh like a s- astronaut archaeologist dinosaur tamer who's got pet raptors and that's supposed to be like a joke because he's i think that's that, that yeah. could fall under satire, then. That's fair, yeah. So then you don't need a copyright for that. Or they just ask permission, and yeah. some companies were cool with it, and some, a.k.a. Disney with Star Wars, wasn't as cool with it. Well, you know what? <laughs> well, Disney. Well, my original... They do it anyways. <laughs> my original thought was that maybe it had to be tied with, like, the toys. Like, oh, maybe they get the right... Like, maybe they have rights to it because they make these toys, you know, the Star Wars yeah. kits and the Batman Lego kits and et cetera. But then I was like, oh, Star Wars actually isn't in any of the Lego stuff. And then that's Disney. So that's where I'm like, okay, maybe there's a little more. They just ask permission or have some kind yeah. of like handshake deal kind of deal going on. Or maybe just just enough into satire or parody that. Well, then you obviously have made a, would have made a satire of Star Wars because that would have made sense. That's true. That's very and true. So maybe it is, like you're saying, a more of a. What could they get permission for? Yeah, yeah, less of a less of a licensing and here's your royalties, as much as they probably there's there's probably some sort of cash kickback. Well, yeah, it also could be like they they sell it as them as oh if we put your Lego you know Jurassic Park things into this movie as commercial to sell more Lego Star Wars or Lego Jurassic Park you make actual money on exactly that they get a chunk of so. Yeah. It's all connected in a weird way with Hollywood, so they find ways to figure this stuff out. That's possible. Welcome to the f- business edition of the Forgot to Glow podcast. <laughs> we started off talking about Lego, <laughs> and we're still we're talking, talking about, about Lego. <laughs> business, 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 numbers, 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 numbers. numbers. Is, is this working? Yes. Yay! Ah, uh, the Lego uh, movie. The Lego movie. I remember... And I've told the story before. I remember when we went to see it the first time. Yep. When we drove all the way to Niagara Falls. Yep. It was all sold the, the fuck out. Yep. Oh, shit. Sold out. <laughs> so we didn't go there. We went to yeah, so, the era so we, before online so churches yeah, so we, yeah. So we pulled up the time for Weldon. We're like, we can make this. And then we did. And Weldon was empty because it always is. Because it was Actually, Welland. Actually, it, 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 was, was, it was fairly full, though. No, I you know, it was there. ridiculous how full, like, Seaway always was considering. It's like, we have 50,000 people in this town. There's 
10,000 seats. Not really. <laughs> no. <laughs> not even close. Not, maybe like 10 seats. Maybe 1,000 <laughs> in the whole theater between all like six cinemas. <laughs> that's not a really big place. Pushing it. Not a big place. No, not at all. But it but was the a good Lego movie. It was great. Oh, God. And that song, that was... like... Everything is awesome. That... The best part of that song is that it's played throughout the whole movie. Every background thing yeah. is everything is awesome. Just they changed the the pitch. They changed the, like the cadence, like the the part where they're in the old west uh, saloon where they go to meet Vitruvius for the first time. He's and he's they're playing on the organ. That's what it is. They're playing everything is awesome, just as super weird like pitch organ. <laughs> so basically, Tegan and Sarah in the Lonely Island made a ton of money. Ton of money. Of yep. <laughs> yeah. Constantly playing. The whole time. Um, so, I only saw the Lego movie and Lego Batman, which Lego Batman was excellent as well. We haven't really That's talked about it. That's my favorite yet. of them, yes. We're going to get there. Uh, but, Andrew, you've seen Lego Ninjago, I assume. I have. I did not watch it prior to this podcast, though, so it's not totally fresh in my mind. That that's okay. Tell You're me about it. Knows anything about it? Like what? I know that it's called Ninjago. Okay. <laughs> what makes Pulling it, it? What makes it good like the other movies? They they have a lot. Uh, it's a lot dumber of a movie. Like dumber it's not movie. as catered towards like you know having adult jokes in there for the parents to get. And I think a lot of that might just come from the fact that Ninjago came out like when kids like more recently for kids yeah. whereas for us it was just like we had basic kids growing up and maybe we got into star wars or batman ones but they've also for got, the most part they've also got like an ex- a pretty extensive library of lego ninjago tv like, other, series yeah like yeah other the netflix original stuff exactly yeah. so and that's all geared towards kids so i think that might have had might have yeah. been a contributing factor they've already seen it so they're like oh there's a movie in theaters about it and that's where you run into yeah. that. However, it was pretty decent. There was I can't remember anything off the top of my head joke-wise, but I know there was a couple cuz I laughed. <laughs> but uh Jackie Chan plays the uh the mentor. Yes. And I th- list here. Yeah. It starts off with like a kid who who goes into this old Chinese shop to get away from some bullies and he's Jackie Chan's like you need to go play with your friends and he's like I don't have any friends. Isn't this and then kid? Kind of, yeah. yeah. Okay. The leg karate kid. But they couldn't call it that because no, that would be uncreative. Yeah, that's fair. So they uh, they get into the whole story about how this kid he's you know he's the oh, I forget what he is. He's not the lightning, whatever his element is. He's he's one of the Ninjago guys, and he's got this dragon. And the Ninjago guys just save the day from Garmadon all the time. Garmadon's the villain. And then uh, I think Justin Theroux actually plays Garmadon. Yes. Not that that matters. Nope. But... Uh, in Star Wars. It, not the name we remember. Yes, yes. But you end up having him being uh, one of the, like the green Ninjago guy's dad. And then it's just they're basically their whole relationship throughout the movie, like them him being the dad, but then them trying to rekindle, but also being like I'm evil, and I'm like oh you're good, and then they just fight that, and at the end, whole new world. And I'm not I'm not talking 
Pocahontas. Aladdin. A whole new world. Oh, that's. Did you, did you say Pocahontas? I thought that was Pocahontas. That's a different <laughs> song, I guess. I haven't no, seen that's, of those that. Forever. Well, it's that is the, the, the new world, so I'll give you that one. <laughs> but it was a pretty decent movie. It was not. It was not even remotely close to being on the same like playing field as the Lego Batman or the Lego Movie. But it's it's a good movie. That's good. I'm sure eventually I'll get around to watching it. I might eventually. If I have a child one day. <laughs> <laughs> or if you kidnap somebody one day. That no, not, that's don't don't even suggest that. I would never do that. I don't want responsibility for another human being. <laughs> not because it, you know it's wrong to kidnap a kid or illegal to kidnap a kid. You just don't want the responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's pretty that's pretty valid, yeah. It's no, groceries, it's the same reason increasing my electricity bill. It's the same reason I don't want to go into drug dealing. I just can't handle the stress of having a small business on top of my main career at this point. Exactly. Like, it's just, like who can handle that kind of stress? The overhead is just it's so much logistics to, to organize, you know, suppliers and I gotta handle cash and then uh then I have to have bodies for transactions. Like it's just too much work. It really is. See, you're getting me. You understand. You got to think about the consequences of your actions <laughs> and how they add to responsibility to your life, which is the, the number one thing we don't it's, want in life. Less, <laughs> of a, less of a morality question and more of an economics question. Exactly. Is, is basically where we've landed on this. Life is about numbers. Business, business, business. Numbers, 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 numbers. numbers, numbers. numbers. Yes. We can't, uh, can't make that joke enough. No, no. <laughs> You didn't let me finish. No, I didn't. Because I died. I, yeah. We went off on a whole thing there. <laughs> oh, I was just making it. I was just making it. Yeah. Yeah. I was just making a Lego movie I, reference. I caught it when, uh, <laughs> I caught it when you, when you finished it. Because um, I died. Because I died. <laughs> Having Morgan Freeman play Vitruvius <laughs> was a fantastic decision. The, yeah. The, um, the cast for. That, I guess that's kind of the thing with the cast for Lego Ninjago is it's a bit disappointing. It's a little more of a watered-down cast, yeah. A very B-list. Exactly. Well, I mean, you get you got Jackie Chan, Dave Franco, Fred Armisen, Camille Nanjiani, Zach Woods, other people. Are you, are you going to turn around and tell me that isn't B-list? I'm not going to tell you that's Besides B-list. Jackie Chan, I would agree. <laughs> uh, Jackie Chan is always an A-plus in my heart, okay, guys? <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Seen him That's break way go. too many is, bones for my entertainment not to respect him. Now you're just calling. This is just like last week when we were doing our. our uh, re, legacy oh, what stuff. What do we call yes. it? Legacies. Yeah, legacy picks. Ugh. Scott, did you ever see the Lego movie? I saw the Lego movie. See, the, I'm not saying much about that one, though, because I haven't rewatched it in a while, uh, unfortunately. It's, was get taken your head off. out of your ass, Scott. Jesus. Well, apparently it was taken off Netflix without me knowing, and so I stuck to Lego Batman, which is still my favorite among them, to be honest, because it's got Batman. That's <laughs> and, fair. That's uh, fair. And Will Arnett. <laughs> and Will Arnett. And, like, I love him as Batman. I love their, like, kind of... I love the comedic take on Batman, like, the, and the fact that... Nobody yeah, where he's wrote. dark and brood. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, his, but his dark and brooding is like ridiculous. Exactly. <laughs> Over the top. Everyone's like, just cut it, just stop it. Exactly. Like, and I just like, thought it was such a like great like, just different take on Batman and like the Lego well, I, franchise. So 
just love it. The uh, the twist of it being like a like a weird almost romance story between yeah. Batman and Joker too. I didn't see that coming. Did not see that coming, but I thought it was good for like children, teaching them a little lesson about. Yeah. How I hate you. I hate you too. I love that. It's just or the so no, the mall telling the Joker he deserves better, like all the all the big bad yeah, monsters. All the you just no no. We are over Batman. What? It's just so ridiculous, and it's just, but it's at the same time it's so like it's so kind of true to the Batman mythos that it's like well no you can't argue you can't say that that's not Batman because it kind of is it's just this yeah different take that you're like yeah it's, it's, just it's more of a romantic twist and exactly. the fact that jenny's jenny slate is uh harley quinn that always is fantastic it's just a really good I'm, I'm looking at the cast and this might be the best of the yeah of the three oh it's so great. far rosario Will Arnett, dawson. michael Sarah. yeah rosario dawson hello Dallas secret Max. camera <laughs> that, that is my favorite line <laughs> yeah. of the entire movie <laughs> that and uh you complete me <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> And he does it every single time, too. Every time. Uh, Zach Galifianakis, Jenis, Jenny Slate, Jason Manzukis, Conan O'Brien, Doug Benson, Billy D. Williams, Zoe Kravitz. Who does Jason Manzukis like, play? Genuinely He's funny Scarecrow. people. Scarecrow. Eddie Izzard. Yeah, it's just a bunch of ridiculous people. Exactly. And it fits into this world that it's just like, yeah, it's super ridiculous. And it's just like, but I love it. And it's just so... I love the imagination of it too. That's like they stick to the idea that this is all Lego and they can do Lego things like build, like he builds a bat, the bat, whatever, bat plane jet. I don't know. What yeah, yeah, it. yeah. Yeah, the bat. I think it was just the bat because it was just a bat thing. But, anyways, he built that, like, in the, and that was kind of an homage to a the fact that we would build stuff with it, but also the video games, the Lego video games yeah. that we've been getting for like 10 years of all the different franchises. Yeah. And so it's just. I really liked just how they played with those. The They stuck into, like, the format, you know, oh, this is a Lego world, but do whatever you want with it after that, right? Like, yeah, as long as you have the characters. Exactly, yeah. And it's just like, okay, cool. And I just, I want to get all the place, like, all the the sets you can get from yeah, that movie, except yeah. they're just hundreds of dollars for, like, yeah. half of them. But Business write-off. <laughs> I think this the, podcast uh, has to generate money first before we start writing fair. off stuff. <laughs> that's I mean, fair. That's fair. We could always file taxes and just say that we had a net loss. Yeah. <laughs> no one from the CRA listens to this. Knock on wood. I mean, if you do, hey, welcome. Welcome. <laughs> no, the, uh, ugh, like right from top to bottom, that movie's just ridiculous. Like the fact that every time Batman looks at Babs, like Barbara Gordon, yeah. they I just died in your arms tonight. <laughs> Every time. Every time. It's so great. And then at the end, though, being like, this is my platonic female friend. <laughs> yeah. It's like, ah. <laughs> I love that little intro. My favorite line is probably, though, or part is when Alfred's like, uh, like, sir, I've seen you go through this before in 2016 and 20. And that weird stage back in 1966. <laughs> I just love that, like that, like, like comment that meta kind of commentary on the fact that yeah, yeah. he's been around forever and he's been a, like he's had all these incarnations, so why not make him a Lego dude? Like, just love it. The uh, when they when they cast Will Arnett as Batman, I was like, how the fuck is he going to be Batman? He doesn't look like Batman. He doesn't sound like Batman. Oh yes, he does. But he but yes, yes he does. <laughs> Apparently he does. 
prior to witnessing it, though, he did not. No, I mean, he's got a bit of a deeper, gravelly voice. He just, like, put it over the top for this movie. I pulled up some of the Lego Batman quotes because because a lot of them aren't one-liners in this movie. No. It's total. It's exchanges. Yeah. yeah. Like the there is no us. Or Joker's like, you want to play games? Do you, Batman? Save the city or catch your greatest enemy? And Batman's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. you think you're my greatest enemy? Was like, who else drives you <laughs> drives you to one up them the way I do, Batman? Superman. <laughs> Superman's not a bad guy. I like to fight around. I love that line. You're I seriously like to fight saying around. that, yeah. You're seriously saying that there's nothing special about us. There is no us. Never will be. You mean nothing to me. No one does. It's just it's super dark. <laughs> yeah. So just so many great like lines and the interaction between all the different characters. I just love yeah. it. And the imagination, like the fact that Alfred dresses up in like five different like, things yeah. that are just references <laughs> to old random stuff and just like <laughs> the freaking the 60s uh suit he puts on yeah. he's got the mustache on the yeah, Batman and, suit. Yeah. i just love that he's it's, like i love I, I miss the 60s i miss the 60s <laughs> the fact that it's, was it ralph fiennes who plays him that's that's fantastic yeah, yeah. It's, it's so but great. uh both of these movies they start off with some pretty decent jokes too like they they hit you with it right off the bat yeah. Like things that as a kid when you watch, they're not really jokes, but as adults, you're like, ha. Like in the Lego movie where it starts off with Vitruvius trying to protect the the piece of resistance. And then he's like, He's coming. Cover your butts. <laughs> Which gets a laugh out of the children. And it gets a laugh out of me too. Yes, yeah. They open the door and it's like ah! <laughs> Dead. But yeah, then, Lego uh, Batman's open with the all important movies start with black. Yeah. <laughs> Warner Bros. or Brothers. I don't know. Michael Jackson quote. No, I said that. <laughs> but even even after that, it gets into like when they're they're flying the plane and they list like the obtuse amount of explosive devices like 11,006 of dynamite 4,000 pieces of, and then and two best friends like just a, a total up, upbeat twist and yeah, then they go to the airport like people and they're like yeah well you are two yeah, best friends that sounds yeah, yeah go ahead <laughs> yeah. yeah we say good and then they play rock paper scissors and the one guy's like I'm a loser at home and I'm a loser at work I love that line because I'm just like, who is like the like the writer who is just having like we just had to put their soul in there just a little bit, you know? Like, fuck. Because because that is a joke that only adults watching it is gonna get. Yeah, no, it's so true. Like, no kid's gonna be like, I'm a loser at home. I'm a loser at school. Like, no little kid watching (laughs) that is gonna feel that way. Like, well, could just laugh at the fact that he says loser (laughs) twice. Twice (laughs) says loser. That's, That's it. I'm a loser at home and I'm a loser at work. <sighs> Man. I could honestly watch these movies back to back to back nonstop. Yeah, no, I could definitely pop Lego Batman back on right now, even though I watched it last night. I but watched yeah. it four times at work today. Oh, I'm not even ashamed. <laughs> well, yeah, I didn't watch it, ashamed. I listened. I listened to it. No, I get that, but. I, I could totally understand how just having it on, though, because it's just, it's so funny, and there's just, 
It's got heart too. That's one great thing about yeah. Lego Batman. Well, you, you watch you, it has growth. Yeah, you, you get the feels. You're just like, oh, Batman. You learn something. He grows as a human being. You learn about having people close. You learn about how part family. Ah. And it's then they got some super deep shit. Shit, but better. We got <laughs> some super family. deep shit about <laughs> Batman telling Alfred. Like, what would you, you don't have a family? What would you know about having a, a surrogate child? And you're like, oh, oh. that's you. You're the surrogate child. And then he realizes it later. Yeah, he's like my my father figure. Yeah. How how dare you tell me how to raise my my unwanted child? I like how also how like he gets adopted. He's just. Like Bruce Wayne's just totally zoned out, staring at. Yeah, uh, listening, Gordon, listening yeah. some classic rock. Exactly, and just ends up adopting this kid yeah. like by uh, accident. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was being sarcastic. Uh, God. Yeah, Lego Batman, so great. So yeah, great. I I can't I still can't believe Mariah Carey's the mayor. Like of all people to cast as the voice of the mayor. Mariah Carey? I missed that. <laughs> I totally didn't realize like, that. Like, did she ask to be in it, or did they ask her? That's a good question. Maybe. Yeah, like that's maybe the weird she, one. Maybe she accidentally wandered into the wrong studio while she was recording her latest album, and they just were like, <laughs> and, and okay, she, we got she it. A, <laughs> she doesn't even she know she's a, in it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she said a couple things, and that was it. Well, like the... the, the it doesn't have that many lines, though, so I feel like you could easily get that no. out of her in, like, 15 Probably, minutes. Probably, yeah. <laughs> there were integral scenes, but, you know, that was an interesting choice, because it's not like anyone's going to see it because Mariah Carey's got, you know, a few, uh, but maybe there are. Maybe there are individuals who love Mar- Mariah Carey that much that they're going to go see Lego Batman for her couple minutes, but... I, um... That's that's you real say, Did you say intrical? Is that what you said? Not you to get did, off topic. Yeah, he definitely did. I tried to let it okay. go, but you had to bring it up. <laughs> because I was racking my brain. I was like, is, is that a word? It's, it's, an, inter- it's an integral. <laughs> integral. Okay. What did I say? Sorry, Scott. Intrical. Okay, yeah. That was, uh, yeah, yeah. I tried to let it go. I tried. I couldn't. <laughs> This is not how Batman dies. I'm I'm so psyched for the second one to come out, guys. Kendall and I are going to see it on Saturday. I tried to convince Sam to go. She doesn't want to go see it? She does not want to go see it. I try to not shit talk her on the podcast. <laughs> you but... and me both, buddy. You and me both. But are we sure she's the one at this point? <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't want to go see the Lego movie, it's the second fine. part. Craig, I will, I will go with you. I'll go by myself. Yeah, yeah, do that. <laughs> yeah, I'm not exactly. doing that. It's I'm, fine. I'm, I'm not going to. There we go. Yeah, I'm sure he'd love to go yeah, see exactly. it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I have a reason to go see kids' movies. There we go. I have a girlfriend. That counts. <laughs> that counts. You've got somebody Actually, to accompany you. <laughs> Kendall and I are watching the Lego movie on her birthday. As a as a lead in, which really makes it more like my birthday. Yeah. But I digress. But she she's like, I've never seen it, and I was like, No, we watched it. Canada Day weekend. Craig and I were dying of heat stroke. 
Yeah, we definitely did. We it was on. <laughs> we watched it yeah. and then we kicked her ass at Catan. She's like, I, we didn't watch it. We were focused on Catan. I was like, I watched no. it. You, you might not have watched it, but we did. I watched it. We were totally aware it was on. Yeah, I've I quoted along with the movie. Yeah. So I'm psyched. This is a Lego week for me. Very I'm not Lego complaining. Week, yes. <laughs> But really, I mean, this is this is just like the Tom Cruise episode. There's nothing yeah, like you can say. Yeah, there's nothing you can say other than watch it. Like it's just, it's enough, so yeah. good. That's the hard thing about I, comedies. I find too, it's just like we just end up reciting our. What are you gonna do? Say the jokes? jokes? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like oh, we can't talk about set pieces. It's well, the animation design was great. I, I guess we could point to that. But I mean, well, I'll also say I like that they they give, especially in the Lego Movie more so in the Lego Batman one, where they give you the names of the pieces. Yeah. Or, or like, the, the numbers legitimately affiliated with it. Yeah. yeah. And the animation style, like, it almost looks like they kind of, they did it themselves, filmed it, and then superimposed that into a better animation style. Because everything moves exclusively the way that yeah, no, a Lego great. piece would. Like, I love how, like, it sticks to the, like, Lego, like, mechanics of everything. Yeah. Like even see like, one, one point them walking like their feet getting stuck in the holes as they walk on stuff. And you're yeah, like, yes. like pop 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 pop. Yeah, it's... or even uh, when when Emmett's doing his morning workouts, he's like, "I'm so pumped up!" <laughs> Jumping jacks. Yeah, yeah, very very natural Lego yeah. feel. Or when he's in the shower and he's like, "Brush your hair," and it goes from being like the crazy messed up like faux hawk hair to perfectly combed, generic face hair. The, their use of Lego for literally everything yeah. is part of what makes these movies better than anything else. Oh, absolutely. Related to Lego. Especially when they make like when they make it so, you know, things could fall apart and you just put it back together and it's no big deal. Yeah. It definitely adds to like the kid el- like kid friendly element to it too, because you're not thing seeing like when something blows up it's a bunch of lego pieces blowing up like even the fire is made out of lego pieces so it's just like yeah okay that's a little bit less like violent in my mind because it's just well it's it's legos the kid could build that with their legos if they wanted but it's also not gonna hurt anybody because it's just yeah colors well i mean if if someone (laughs) steps on it it might hurt them (laughs) a lot that's true gonna pale them (laughs) like even even president businesses like super weird robot legs are literally just two pillars that you pop him onto and you're good to go like, I, I even like that because it wasn't like a Lex Luthor suit or anything. It was just like, oh, here you go. Yeah, that's also like when they, like, all their vehicles have the, like, the sticks that their hands can go into as opposed yeah, to yeah, steering yeah. wheels. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah that's, that's a fun little detail from Legos because they can't yeah. grab a steering wheel because then you'd have to turn their whole thing either way. You need a separate one for each arm. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Just the, the little things that I wouldn't have thought of. That's what I think is like one of the big things I think like that's great about this is there's so many imaginative things that you were like, I played with Legos a lot as a kid. I did not think of half these things that like as like that they thought of in this movie and brought to life. And it's like, oh, that is such a clever use of, you know, Legos in these different ways that it's like, yeah, you can't just have a person like swap out their chest. And that's, you know, kind of original to the, you know, the actual toys themselves. Oh yeah, 
the well they they right from the the get go like you you know it's going to be ridiculous but then as you get into it you're like okay and for me watching it for the four thousandth time I actually start to look for like individual pieces yeah. I'm like okay oh they use that there okay and with like Wildstyle building her like race car thing at the beginning and they they use different types of it you know they, you get their mechanics built in or you get your your other stuff yeah like it's it's not exclusively the bricks yeah yeah. And when they show your different universes, when they sh- when they show like, oh, we got the Bionicles, we got the Nexo Knights, we got this and that and this. Which I didn't know until I saw the fir- the Lego movie. I did not know Bionicles was. Le- I thought Bionicles was like a competitor to Lego as opposed nope. to a Lego it's product. Part of their massive empire. <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize that yeah. until that movie came out, and I was like, oh, that's cool. I didn't like. How did I miss that? Like, I had Bionicles when I was a kid. I wasn't that into them because they were just. I think they're the more expensive toys, if I'm not mistaken, and you know, you could buy smaller Bionicle sets. Which was well, yeah, I had the one single dude. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's what made yeah. them a little bit more interesting. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was like ten dollars and or twelve dollars, fifteen at one point, and yeah. you got the comes in the plastic, one dude. Like yeah. A plastic tube, and then you snap the thing together. And yeah. Yeah. It was like a, yeah. Of, yeah. We each it was got like an action figure. Yeah. At one point. Oh, I got all. Yeah, I had a, yeah. I had a handful. I we still yeah. have like my parents still have all the parts from them. They're just they've just been broken down and yeah, they've just been broken down. And I threw away. Never the, reassembled. Uh, yeah. The nice thing is that depending on the parts, the other parts that you have from other sets, you can combine the bionicle pieces oh, yeah. into the uh, in into the regular Lego pieces. So sometimes when I'm building, because I am not ashamed to say <laughs> that I will still play Lego. I I literally bought three star wars kits last year yeah and that, that was a, like a two-week span for me and it was amazing i just like sitting down with the ridiculously large tub that my parents have and putting pieces together yeah. Oh, yeah. i would love to have a lego barber pole that's that's like my fucking dream but where am i gonna get that much white red and blue i don't have four thousand dollars <laughs> th- creator kit which are the multicolored kits you get like four of them at 20 bucks a piece and you put them together and then you've got a bunch of extra for your, your yeah, you use the other children. colors for the inside, and you just use the white yeah, for use the outside. That for the, and you yeah, fill it up. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. But I want it to be like four feet high. Oh well, now you're well, that's like six that's inches why wide. The inside has to be different colors. Yeah, yeah. So you could you could. I use wouldn't even the fill the inside. Like hot glue that shit. Pop it in. Use as like a time capsule. Fair enough. I'm telling you, you could do it. Oh, it's definitely plausible. without having to go to the Lego store at Yorkdale. And well, I would definitely buy knockoff Lego. If I'm being honest, I would definitely buy knockoff Lego. <laughs> Speaking of knockoff Lego, <laughs> before we segue into our, what we watched this week, do we want to take a minute and just talk about this train wreck that is the Playmobil movie that's supposed to be coming out? <laughs> I thought we've already yes. addressed that. We yes. did, but we're going to talk about it again. because We're going to talk about it again. <laughs> so its release date is the 22nd of November, 2019. So that's Later still a while year. away. Yeah. Um, it's cast so far, which is not very large. Well, that's weird because it's, if it's an animated, it should be done by now. <laughs> you'd think so. Uh, it includes Daniel Radcliffe, Adam Lambert, Jim Gaffigan, and Megan Trainer are the ones that jump out to me. Um, there is not a whole lot here. There's a, there's a trailer that I have not, uh, I'm watching the trailer watched. right now. Okay, I so you avoided you'd, that trailer on purpose. You do that while I continue talking about how the screenshot or the shots, <clears throat> like the stills from it look pretty awful what's it called but, play okay you know what it looks like playmobil it looks like playmobil. that like minecraft it looks like 
like a Minecraft video game as a movie. Fantastic. Just with, just with better graphics. Um, it's uh. Uh, it's about real people who get sucked into a Playmobil world. Wow, so it's like Jumanji slash Lego Movie. Yeah. Um, oh, that's not it, at all. it is also known as Playmobil The Missing Piece, which feels like a Lego movie ripoff to me. Is it say it's French? They should call it Playmobil it's, The Waste of Time. It's from, uh, it, it's made in Montreal. Okay, that's what it, okay. That's why it's French. Yeah, yeah there's a lot. <laughs> there's of, a Western scene. They're ripping off the Lego movie directly. There's a what scene? A Western scene. There's someone just, like a bad guy just walked out of a saloon. <sighs> and well, dinosaurs. I mean... To be a little bit fair, I'm sure there are Playmobil. I uh, don't care. Lego did the movie first. Ugh. Yes, this is not going to do very well, I would imagine. Actually, it might. Ew, but ew, how many ew. kids? There's do a you Viking who just flossed. Ugh. I couldn't how many, tell. Like, I don't know many kids, man. Like identify their Playmobil as Playmobil is the other part. Like I, I feel like I probably was somewhere in my you know like grandparents' basement was some Playmobil, but. I, I, never had I couldn't point to it and be like, yeah, there was my Playmobil. I couldn't tell I you I had action stories. figures and Transformers and Lego. Because yep. my parents loved me. <laughs> yes. Well, I mean, they told me they did anyways. They, they did as much as they could. <laughs> yeah. They bought me Lego. <laughs> I'm just like looking at this and I'm just like, oh, God. Like, Yeah, I'm looking at the stills too on IMDb now. And I'm like, I don't even like, like I don't like the animation style. It's no, just it's, it's a weird. La- it, it seems lazy. Yeah, like the the lighting on it is just not right. Like these people, yeah. it's just like you have a shadow, but you're not showing any light on the people. And it's like well, this. <laughs> I've I've got I've skipped through the trailer, and yeah. it looks like it's it unlike the Lego Movie is going to be more geared towards children directly. Definitely. Than. Uh, the Lego movie was, which had a bit more of a wide appeal. And yeah. This one doesn't seem more bad. of a, well, adults are definitely going to end up watching this. Yeah. Fluffy, Fluffy Jr., Fluffy Sr., Jeff. Jeff. Meow. <laughs> so good. That's so. how I feel when I go to visit my parents, watching all their cats walk <laughs> so by. So many cats. Bruce, Bronco, Tinker, Jeff. Meow. <laughs> so andrew you watched that movie this week i did i also watched a lego batman movie this week so did scott yes i did there we go my list other than that is significantly shorter than i'm proud to admit well you watched lego batman four times today four times today that's (laughs) that's almost as many times as i watched something on my list that's a little teaser for those of you to Ooh. yeah yeah you wait and wait and see see what that is I watched some Psych this weekend. Nice. Ke- Kendall's still on that, which is great because that means I'm still on. Rewatching it. I was gonna say still on her. But <laughs> that seems very inappropriate. Not what I meant, but okay. Anyways. <laughs> I saw Vice again. It, it it like I said last week. It's playing in town. Went and saw oh, it again, okay. and I liked it even more the second time. Good to know. Because I don't know about you guys, I don't know that much about uh, political history prior to my existence. Yeah, but that for me is a conscious decision. I don't want to know. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. Like, uh, there's people I just didn't realize were around that fucking long. Like Rumsfeld. I had no idea that dude, like, prior to seeing it, I had no idea that guy was around as long as he has been. Or I had no idea, 
prior to watching Vice that Dick Cheney was involved in politics before he became a CEO. It was just, this movie just enlightened me to how corrupt <laughs> politics are in the States. And how if you get voted in as like a representative, you're forever going to be involved in D.C. politics. You know, you don't lose, you, just because you're not that position doesn't mean you're not working there. They ship you somewhere or they put you in this department. You are forever going to be there. Super shady. Speaking of super shady, I watched Velvet Buzzsaw. Oh, nice. How was that? I was meaning to check that out. I, I am embarrassed it. to admit how much I liked it. Why is that? Why are you embarrassed? I fucking hate Jake Jake Gyllenhaal. Well, I think he you annoys need to get, the piss out of me. You need to get over that because he's going to be in Spider-Man soon. <laughs> yeah, I fucking hate Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, well, we both know my you know positioning on people who've been in superhero movies. I just automatically like them all. <laughs> yeah, well, fuck Jake Gyllenhaal. Fair. <laughs> he, if he's Batman, I won't. I told you, if he's Batman, I won't go see those movies in theater. That's, I won't. I don't think he's going to get Batman, but I understand. Fucking I better not. John Hamm, I'll go see those movies four times. I'll I cry say, every time. I will cry, cry out every time for that shit. Because Ben Affleck is the moon. But uh, anyways, it was it was pretty decent. It wasn't the best movie ever made. It was it was a movie that didn't need to be made, and it would have been better as like a short. I think like a short film. Okay. As opposed to like a feature length film. But it's a weird like horror type like art film. Because it's. It's about art, and yeah. they do a good job with all the all the actors being like super pretentious and snobby and living that fucking like yeah, rich I'm sure it's person. So hard for them. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> Us one but percenters have to pretend to be one percenters. Ooh. Yeah, ooh. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna pretend and to like, be poor in the next one, and let's see how that goes. <laughs> well, and they they show a bunch of artists who sh- who pop up here and yeah. there. And they're all like, oh, yeah, we sold your piece for $7.3 million. And I was like, it was a big fucking metal ball. Yeah. Fuck Why that. would someone pay that money for it? What's the return going to be on that? But, and that, that part kind of bugged me because I know that's how it fucking goes. Yeah, art, uh, we can't even get into fine art because that'll no. just drive me insane. <laughs> yeah. But uh, this is another one that we talked about. And you mentioned it a couple weeks ago with your, was it the, the book balancing movies? Or the book balancing year where people just pop up in a whole bunch of things. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Sorry John Malkovich is in this one. Yep. And he plays a super depressed artist for a little bit anyways. And uh, he's in fucking everything this year too. He's in that up... I'm pretty sure he's in that upcoming Joe Bun Joe Bundy. Joe Bundy. Joe Bundy. <laughs> Can you... Yeah, that was... Ted good. Bundy. <laughs> Ted Bundy. <laughs> Tell me about the Joe Bundy movie though. I'm very curious about that. <laughs> Joe <laughs> Bundy just... is a combo... It's uh, it's, it's actually... Uh, it's like... Uh, it's Joe... Monty Python's version of the Ted Bundy yeah. movie. It's like the Life exactly. of Brian. Life of Brian, yeah, but it's Except Joe Bundy. It's about Joe Bundy and he's just a guy... Who, who goes around in. accidentally killing people. Not even. It's... He doesn't have to go around accidentally killing people. He just looks like ted bundy yeah and people keep mistaking him for him yeah and he's like no i'm joe bundy <laughs> but his name is spelled with two e's instead of a y exactly ted bundy he's in the upcoming ted bundy movie i think as the judge um he was in this one he was in bird box and there was something else i've seen him in recently that i can't remember off the top of my head which makes me feel like i need to go imdiba search this bad boy imdiba Imdba, but uh, like it, it just he keeps fucking popping up. I thought the, like the last time I was ever gonna see him was uh, 
uh, fuck. Joe just... Bundy 2? <laughs> no, it's not. A Zoolander 2. Joe Bundy 2. Man, that's, that's such a good concept. Who's going to make it? Whoever wants to pay you us for You got this, it, Miramax. <laughs> Bastards. I par- Holy shit, apparently he was in a lot of things. He's been in a ton of things. Mile 22? Didn't watch that. Nope. That came out last year, though. Yeah. Yeah, he's been in a lot of shit recently. Huh. I forgot he was in Deepwater Horizon. That was a good movie. But anyways. Um, yeah. As he's as the guy who invented the uh the members only jacket. Yes. And but other than other than that, the only thing I watched was I finished the Ted Bundy tapes. <laughs> Not to be confused yeah. with the Joe Bundy tapes. <laughs> Joe Bundy, yeah. <laughs> which is just, which is just uh, some guy who uh, who's in his basement digging out his Led Zeppelin tapes. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Joe, you need to move out next week. No, mom. What Cut off the crust. With all of these tapes. <laughs> some guys. Where am I gonna throw these fucking knives? <laughs> Some guy from Duluth, Minnesota, who's got to get rid of a basement full of uh, <laughs> of old of old tapes. Sounds like you're leading towards the, the next season of Fargo. <laughs> yep. <laughs> strangle accidentally strangles somebody with a bunch of magnetic strip. Yep. <laughs> Be a weird like a weird uh, cross between between uh, Velvet Buzzsaw, where everyone keeps dying like in accidental ways. Spoilers. Um, keeps dying in accidental ways, but it's all related to the Joe Bundy collection of 80s tapes in Duluth, Minnesota. Yep. I'd watch that. <laughs> the bands, every time he finds a tape, a band dies. Yeah, a band, yeah. The, yeah. the lead singer yeah. of a band dies. And then and every- the move, the, the, well, because it's, because it's theoretically Fargo. We've already been down that road, so now yep. that's how it's going to be. He, he'll die in a freak vehicle accident with the tape stuck in the, uh, with, with a tape oh. stuck in his car. And as the, as it flips over, we see, we see the, uh, Fiero flip <laughs> crash and the tape gets stuck in the, t- in the tape deck. Yeah. And it's just the proclaimers playing over and <laughs> no. over see, and over. That, that, that's the kind of gold I was looking for right there. <laughs> And I Wait. will walk oh, five. Started later in the song than I thought. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was gonna start. And that that, cu- that cues Marshall Erickson's dad, Marvin Erickson, <laughs> going and buying it from I the records. <laughs> and then the uh, the final credits will just be a uh, uh, an indie pop version of that song. Yeah. Did we just write a movie? <laughs> I think we somehow did. Or a Netflix miniseries? We just need to get rights to it. Jesus. Just need so to... many so many crossovers. <laughs> Worth it. Uh, but that's all I watched this week. That's all you watched this week. And that's all I created this week. Yeah. <laughs> well yeah, you should take a break now. We just wrote oh, a whole man. movie. <laughs> yeah. And I created a main character. Yeah, Joe Bundy. Joe Bundy. <laughs> Uh, so Craig, what did you watch this week then? Any so Joe it was Bundy? a, it was a, it was a short week for Craig. Um, 
I'll start with my most recent thing I watched. Uh, I sat down to put some Netflix on, wasn't sure what I was going to watch while I was eating dinner, and uh, turns out Ray Romano put out a special. Yeah, I think that literally came out today or yesterday. For, yeah, that first makes, time in 23 years. Makes a lot of sense. Uh, I think the concept is fantastic because everybody else is putting out gigantic theater shows. And, and he's, do, he's doing he's the, the more went localized, to the comedy cellar stuff. in New York yeah. and did his and didn't tell it like it was not announced or anything like that. OK, so he showed up and did his set. And then I so I haven't finished it yet. I'm still on the comedy cellar portion of it. Uh, but the concept is that he was he did a set at the comedy cellar all taped and then walked around the corner, leaves right? and goes around the corner to the to the um the next comedy club that is owned by the same people and does another set there unannounced. Right so on. I thought that was, like, that was kind of a cool idea. It's a different feel. Yeah, no, I like that nice. idea. Part of me really likes that they, they're bringing a lot of these old, like retired in quotations, comedians back and giving them specials. This is again, but, that, that paycheck thing I was thinking talking yeah, about, like, yeah. especially with Netflix. It's like, that's a one-time paycheck. Just a big chunk one. They can just be like, Oh, kids college is paid for okay <laughs> yeah but like part of me likes it part of me doesn't because i think we're gonna see a lot of comedians who should just be you know remain buried yep. getting specials but that we're gonna see a lot of the ones that were like oh shit you know what they were huge back in the day keep you know it's good to see it like ray romano yep. yeah you know he was he was he's one of the hilarious. funniest he's he's in some some conversations being the funniest comedian out there yeah joe rogan no, puts I'd, I'd up s- there, yeah yeah I'd, I'd say he's funnier than seinfeld oh yeah he's not he's, i don't think he's worth as much as seinfeld but that's actually funny, a super huh? funny story had about a theirs. better tv show they, oh absolutely i uh, i remember joe rogan was telling me or not telling me he was telling, telling you yeah Man, you have conversations with joe rogan he hasn't been on the podcast yet what are you doing get your head out of your ass scott jesus yeah, so I was listening to Joe Rogan, <laughs> not talking, because that is definitely, oh, I'm nowhere near that level of anywhere in my life. Um, but yeah, no, I was listening to a Joe Rogan, and he was talking about those two, because their shows started very close to the same time um, as each other. And one of them, I can't remember who it was, one of them was supposed to be cast in the other one, originally, if I'm remembering this correctly now. And yeah, it's really funny, because then Seinfeld blew up in everyone loved raymond blew up in its demographic but didn't quite hit the same level they're very different shows yeah very different one one of them's a little more like family oriented yeah and then the other one's a little more oriented towards like the 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 single single new yorker oh yeah yeah. definitely definitely very different shows but in their in their own very unique kind of audiences but yeah i remember like I'm pretty sure it was Joe Rogan who was talking to like one some other comedian because that's how they always get to talking about these things, um, and yeah. how it's like those two were t- like definitely two of the funniest stand-ups. But then they both started got their own shows and stopped doing stand-up for like 15, 20 years. So that's that's the part I like about seeing these guys come back too is that some of them took like stopped because they hit it big with the TV show, but now it's like well some of them were funnier as you know stand-ups like like Tim Allen. He didn't do stand up again. Like he, I don't know if he's even done it again since then, or hasn't done a special again since. No, no, he, he's done thing. some of the uh, just for laugh stuff over the last okay. like f- five to ten years, but I I don't see him ever coming out with another special. And if he does, I don't think it'll go over well. 
No. Yeah, just well, for like he's got a modern amount of stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, he was very, very like '90s dad. Yeah. It, like that was, and he's funnier to watch like in situational comedy. Definitely. Being yeah. on, being on a, in a TV show, but hearing him talk, you're kind of like, yeah, okay. Kind of like David Spade. Yep. Like he's, he's. I feel like he's funnier to talk to. Yeah, he's funnier than he is like to li- than he is he's to a listen. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Or doing doing like some sort of improv or. Yeah, his stand-up is pretty is pretty good too, just because it kind of feels the same, but it still feels yeah. a little bit staged. Like I, I really liked him in Grown Ups because he was just a fucking dick. <laughs> he was just useless, and that seems like David Spade. <laughs> like, <laughs> like he was big back in like the eighties and the nineties, yeah. and then just dropped off appropriately. <laughs> after after you know Eight Simple Rules, he kind of disappeared. <laughs> Yep. Definitely. So I watched yeah. some of that. Ray Romano. Yeah, that we got Ray real Romano, that's what it was. Romano, I was like, yeah. I totally yeah. forgot where we started that one from. Ray, Ray Romano. I intend to finish it. Yeah, I'm definitely going to check that out. It's a new thing for me with stand-up because <laughs> recently I've just been either really snobby or just bored. And no, they haven't had more. a lot of... Like, I started watching the... Uh, the Gabriel Iglesias one. Oh god, I can't that even bring so... myself to go through and that. And I made I made like 15 minutes in and I was like these are all the same types of jokes. Yep. Yeah, that's why I don't like or Gabriel yeah, Iglesias. Yeah. I really liked him before. He's great but when you first he's one when he's, Yeah. He's one of those good once comedians. Yeah. Yeah. Like I Russell feel that Peters. way too, yeah. Yeah, just like Russell Peters. Or George Lopez. Or Eddie Murphy. Yep. Yeah, I can agree with all that. Eddie Murphy's stuff was hilarious the first time and then you have to give it a lot of time to really. Yeah, it again. that one I'm having I feel like Eddie Murphy I've, was. I've only ever seen it like very far parts. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah, yeah I I feel like Eddie Murphy for me was a lot funnier as a teenage when I was a teenager. Yeah. When you're when you're stupid and goofy and you think making vagina jokes are hilarious. And now I've I have more of a refined palate for my comedy. Tell yeah. me funny ass stories. Don't just make a bunch of gay jokes and then sing a Michael Jackson song. Looking at you, Raw. <laughs> Raw's funny. The I, first time. That's <laughs> like I'm struggling with this again because like I can't remember the last time I watched them, but I do remember enjoying them. So I'm like, I'm not disagreeing, but I don't know if I agree either because I just haven't seen it in so long. I just That's fair. They're very cultural fair. too. Like they're they're you know, when you think of yeah. Like comedy specials that really stick out in history, I would say that one is really up there. You know what I mean? Like that's kind of stood a little bit of the test. Of, not like well, not the test Raw of time was, because it's very dated, well, yeah, but I mean like it is dated. It's still was yeah. talked or watched about a little bit in the stand-up comedy world. Yeah. If that you makes have sense. to. To kind of remember that that Raw was a theatrical release too. Yeah. See, like, that's it, something it I did was, not know. Yeah, well, the only reason I really know that is because my dad went and saw it, laughed so hard. Your dad a, went and saw it? He, he laughed oh, man. so hard that he had to get his appendix removed. <laughs> what? They may or may not be related. That's he a says thing? He, he says he, I, I don't think they're, I don't think it, they're okay. related. He got appendicitis from watching. He went, he went and saw Raw in the theater, and then same day had to get his appendix removed. Wow. That's... <laughs> Yeah. Jesus, I so can't. You say they—they no. they might not the be. The weirdest part of that is I, I like can't picture your dad something. sitting through it. 
Well, I, I know your dad. I've met him. I can't picture your dad sitting there and watching right through a so Eddie Murphy special. My dad, one hundred percent. My mom, yeah. You'd have oh, to never. Pick me up off the floor if she I told feel like... me that she ever went and saw that. <laughs> yeah. Like I, can I feel f- like I feel like your mom would just tell him to shut it off. I can see in mid mid comedy special, like too much. Sold out no, theater. thank you. Off, I can. S- I can hundred percent see my like. I know my dad would do it because his sense of humor has. He, he represses it a little um, because look at who he's married to. But uh, like, Looking at you, Mom. Yeah, his, his sense of humor is kind of similar to mine. Um, he just doesn't expose himself to it as much. That's fair. So, That's yeah, fair. he could, he could do it. it. He just doesn't have the outward appearance of being the That's guy fair. that went to see Eddie Murphy's Raw in the movie theater. But he did, <laughs> and he would do it again. It was a matinee. Would you do it again if he had had his appendix, another appendix, had put back in? He had to be tested uh, by that probably again. Probably not, since he said that was close to the worst yeah. pain he's ever experienced. Yeah, that's what I've heard so. about it. <laughs> yeah. So, other stuff I watched this week, since we're still talking about Ray Romano. Somehow. Um. So I will admit that uh that news is what influenced this, but I began watching Get Me Roger Stone on Netflix. Okay. Partially out of boredom and partially out of curiosity. Um, it's an interesting documentary, to say the least. I imagine Roger Stone is a lawyer. Really, uh, he was the, um, he did a lot of campaign stuff for Republican campaigns. Oh, I heard about this. From, okay. from not Nixon all the way up. Yeah. Didn't he get yeah. fired by Trump too or something He like that? was just arrested. Oh, that's what oh, I know. Shit. That's why I know his name. Okay. Yeah, that's why he's in. So he was in the news because they, the FBI arrested him like two weeks ago. Gotcha. For okay. his involvement in something related to collusion with Russia. Um, okay. So that's that's why I was watching it. But basically, it just outlines how much of an influence he's had on Republican politics since the seventies. And. Uh, so it's interesting to see how how involved uh really started the um is it lobbying that he technically like had a a big hand in something like that really like yeah like, like it wasn't really lobbying a being thing. allowed <laughs> yeah it wasn't oh, wow. wasn't really a big big thing i think that's it i might be wrong that would make I, sense to me though because like that's, that's a very that's a, that's a very right wing of... thing to do yeah. so it makes sense yeah it was it made them like yeah, there was basically the 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 concept. I'm remembering it now. Was like they they were the first people to kind of figure out that you put a lot of money into into getting somebody into office, so then you want to make money once they're there, yeah. rather than just kind of disappearing. So that was the whole point. Was that like they got in, but then they were making money off of the fact that they had got all these people into the office. American politics. American politics. American politics. Over here, we have we have pay limits, for access scandals. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's so much better. Where if you do pay for access, you get in trouble. Yeah. Um. So I watched that. Uh. Watched more. This is us. Still entertaining. Still gonna keep watching it. Still better than I thought it was gonna be. That's good. That's that's really good. We, I. Sh- probably i felt like i shot on it a little bit but it's just not my type it's just not my type of show it's it's not for everybody stories about people just people just like your your heart will soften one day scott and you'll watch it potentially watch it you'll watch it it'll happen um i watched incredibles 2 about 400 times this weekend 
I didn't. Is get that, that a bad thing? It's uh, not a bad thing. I had never seen it. Um, yeah, well, it just got out. And now you've seen it four hundred times. <laughs> I have. I have seen it four hundred times. Um, I know lines from that movie now. <laughs> I've only seen it twice. <laughs> oh, amateur hour. Still at zero. <laughs> yeah. One of those was in theaters. <laughs> it was a matinee. It was a matinee. Nice. Uh, yeah. It's a good movie. A couple times. It uh, it does get exhausting. That's why I haven't watched it yet. A couple times in. Yeah. Like, it's... I, I remember it, The Incredibles being really good. Incredibles 2 is still pretty good um it's just i don't know maybe it's because i'm older now that's what i was just thinking in my head (laughs) the story just feels tired and long like there's not a whole lot of intrigue or anything in it there's not a whole lot of suspense it's just like you know like like from what i from what i gathered from the several times that i watched it not all at once by the way i never sat down and watched the movie i've seen the whole movie but Osmosis. different parts every single time I okay. it was replayed, so I've seen the whole thing all the way through. But um, from what I from what I gathered, there isn't a whole lot of suspense or anything in the in the movie. Uh, not a whole lot of intrigue either. the The actual main plot is pretty um, pretty well. It's slow moving and happens really quickly. It's like watching the 1517 to Paris, but better. <laughs> the whole reason you watch the movie happens in like five seconds, and then the rest of the movie is just a whole lot of setup. It's pretty entertaining, though. Like, it's a funny movie. They they do they do some things really well. I don't know. If you haven't seen it, watch it. Yeah, um, I was planning to watch it this weekend. I just couldn't commit to it because I was like, it's almost two hours long. The uh, trick is to hang out with a six-year-old. Um, Craig, we were talking about this earlier. <laughs> Make sure his parents are aware. Or her parents. I don't judge. But I do judge. Don't be hanging out with six-year-olds. Unless you have a reason. Unless there's a reason. Unless you're related to them. <laughs> exactly. Or you've got a reason. Or another reason, yes. The last thing I want to talk about, and I can't believe I haven't yet, is less of a TV show or a movie and more of I guess it's kind of like a video podcast, kind of, but it's long format. Have you guys heard of um, the interview show Hot Ones? Nope. The so it's oh it's, they eat hot wings. Yeah, right? they eat hot wings. They interview people that are like yeah, it's a YouTube channel, I believe. Stuff. Right? Yeah, it is. It's by First We Feast. Okay. Um, so we started watching those at work. We've been watching them for a while now, but we just kind of pick and choose at them. And I felt like today was the day I was going to talk about it. Um, they're really entertaining. The interviewer is not great. Um, <laughs> his his uh, his presentation skills leave a lot to be desired, and uh, I realize that's that's a person in a glass house that is throwing stones, because I'm not exactly the pinnacle of broadcasting myself. But um, I'm glad you said that because I was about to comment about that too. Like, and then I'm like, wait, no, nope, yeah, I shouldn't throw no stones. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I am. I am not. I. I. I will gladly throw stones, but I realize that I am throwing stones. My own um, fucking glass house. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. I can patch a couple windows. <laughs> um, well, what if there's like if they destroy the whole house? You can't well, patch windows. There's no house. That's why I've got insurance. Fair enough. Fair enough. 
Um, so like it's, but it's entertaining. It's it's fun to watch someone break down mentally. Yeah, no, I over hot wings. Like the, the one we watched today about. was Nick Kroll, and he just friggin' lost it, basically. <laughs> um, I would sweat so much. Like <laughs> exactly. Well, every time, every time I watch it, it's like I wouldn't have made it. I wouldn't have made it no. past the sriracha. Like I can't make it past the sriracha. <laughs> Oh, I'm glad that I'm definitely on the same level as you, Craig. We would have lost the first. Yeah, round. yeah. Like, I wouldn't even have. I wouldn't even interview, agreed yeah, to it. Exactly. But um, I like the idea. Like, I like that they're switching up these like types of interviews as opposed to everyone just sitting down talking. It's like well, they, part of what makes that interview interesting is that a you're you're gonna eventually break somebody down, so you're catching them off guard. Yeah. Um, the format is interesting because it's not all like, hey, what do you got coming out? yeah oh tell me this ridiculous story about the thing that we both know about um it it has like they talk about like weird pictures on their instagram feed and (laughs) sean pulls up stuff that's like little known things and asks weird questions about different collaborations that they've done things like that um but like and and slowly they're getting disarmed by the heat yeah that's depending on who they are but then it also like it you get a window into the kind of person they are because a they become a lot more um uh personable yeah when the heat's starting to get to them uh you can tell how they react to the heat but then you can also tell based on how much of the wing that they actually eat <laughs> so like nick kroll ate the entire wing yeah. all eight but um weird al was on and he was pretty entertaining but he took like a tiny little nibble just a little mm. taste yeah and you so that gives you an idea of the different like the different kind of person then you watch yeah. how they react to it and if you're taking little bites and you're breaking down where i can imagine like, weird al like putting it on like <laughs> oh yeah well, the most ridiculous was gordon ramsay oh really that, that one's recent too that was uh that was our season eight premiere and that was he he was way over the top but it was kind of fun to like he was he was one of the best interviews Oh, I love Gordon Ramsay just getting talked to and I, talking about I would recommend shit. it. It's a, it's a glorious half out, hour yeah. of wing eating. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm kind of curious and, about that because he definitely does have that side where he, he's a performer. Like, he's exactly. a half oh, performer, no, he, half 100%, chef, right? He yeah. goes way over the top. Everybody, like they, they provide milk and water, so you've got something to drink yeah. along with it, and napkins and stuff like that. He brought stuff dead. with him. <laughs> like, he's got donuts and lemon lime juice and like bread <laughs> and just all kinds i what a courteous motherfucker i i highly recommend i think i'm gonna put that one on after we finish <laughs> yeah it's it, it is an entertain it's half an hour yeah no, that's perfect you get a, a bit of a window into the uh into the mind of gordon ramsay sure, and I it's just love. it's just ridiculous yeah no i've been i definitely what i've heard about that show a few times because joe rogan like talk to different comedians who have been on it or different people who've been on that so before. many like so many comedians have been on it yeah like it's such a small niche well, not niche small little small knit group uh the community the comedy community in la right so yeah like especially with that like the podcast and youtubers they're all they all know each other they'll help each other out so yeah i i'd heard about it i just never gotten to fu- trying to find it because i just never think of that stuff i listen to podcasts at work and then forget about the stuff but yeah well, that sounds interesting. I'll have to check it out. Yeah, I recommend it. It is. Uh, it's it's aside from um, 
aside from Sean being a mediocre at best interviewer, it is a good show. And sometimes he doesn't get in the way, and other times it just feels. Um, it, it's usually if the uh, um, if the person he's interviewing isn't yeah uh, isn't Charismatic. very engaging. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I, know, yeah, I understand exactly. what you mean. He doesn't know how to work. He doesn't know how to make it he, come out of the ones that don't have the charisma. It, feels, it all feels very scripted. It may not be. He may be oh. very good at doing his, but it all feels like his part is very scripted. Like the way that he talks sounds gotcha. like he's been rehearsing his lines. And That's so that fair. comes off a little bit strange. Okay. No, I get it. And I know I know how that, ex- how exactly how that comes off sometimes. Exactly. And he's yet. pretty, he's pretty monotone. Okay. So that, so uh, it may just be that I don't like what he, how he sounds, but I'll check it out. I don't know. That's that's all I watched this week. So Scott, oh. with the with the list. Well, I didn't watch too too much. Like I said, I watched Lego Batman. I didn't get to any of the other Lego movies because four hundred times. No, just once. I just watched it once last uh, night. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I've forgotten till yesterday to think about what we were doing for this week, and then I was like, oh yeah, we already talked about that. But anyways, I watched that. I watched Ant Man and the Wasp because that was recently added to Netflix, and I was like, yeah gonna watch it i like it i enjoy it there's nothing else to say about that uh and then i watched this other new show called night flyers which is based off a, sh- a novella by george R- george r r martin i keep saying george george r martin when it's george r r martin um who's the guy who wrote game of thrones and that was yeah he pulls down more nerd chotch than anyone yeah and this was a new sci-fi one that came out um just added to netflix it was about this like ship trying to go make contact with this unknown alien thing and the i thought i was gonna like the show i was a little bored by it it had way too much going on for like like sci-fis generally you'll have one like main sci-fi element to get you through the movie right you know like yeah you got robots in you know uh blade runner and stuff like that but in this one you've got like so many different elements from sci-fi you've got robots you've got space travel you've got telepaths you've got uh, hybrid hybrid robot humans and people so whose like consciousness is made sci-fi exactly there's just so much going on and it's just like i don't know what and it doesn't all come together at any point and it's just like i don't know what happened this whole season i don't know why it took you so long to get here you know what i mean like it's just they introduced a bunch of stuff and barely any of it paid off and they all end up dead at the end of the season. Spoiler alert. Spoilers. <laughs> like, and it seems like there's going to be a next season, but I don't know. But you hope not. I, I kind of don't. Like, I'm curious to see where they would go from here because there's a lot of things they didn't answer that they set up in the first one. But then it's also like, well, you killed a couple of characters who I was interested in. And you, it just, yeah, it was weird. I, didn't, I thought I was going to enjoy it a lot more than I did. It was, it was a little bit of a chore to get through. So I do not recommend oh, that to anybody. <laughs> yeah it was just slow like i love sci-fi and i love sci-fi elements but they like they have to like lend to the story as opposed to just being oh that's a cool thing to add to a story it's like like the teleplaths played in and some other like a couple other things but there was just stuff like the one dude's mom's consciousness lives in the computer of the of the um ship that they're flying and it's like well okay so we got space you know we got space odyssey going on well we've also got alien and some other sci-fi all these going on in the same ship and it's like just pick a lane you know so that wasn't that great but i watched it nonetheless 
Uh, and yeah, then the only other thing I watched was that cooking show I told both of you about before we started co recording called The Final Table. That's a new Netflix one. I like it. If people like cooking shows, they should watch that one on Netflix as well. I won't go into too much more about it. Because <laughs> I talked both your ears off already about it. <laughs> Quick and painless. Yes. But that's all I watched this week. It was a short week. Beauty. And that's all we watched this week. That's all we did this week. That's not true. That's not true. As far as they know, it's true. <laughs> we just told them it wasn't true. Well, we can edit that out, maybe. <laughs> That's fair. Well, all they need to know is that everything is awesome. Everything is cool when you're part of the Forgot to Grow Up team. Thanks for listening to this everything week, Everything is awesome. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>